Welcome to Cancelled. We are back. We're taking a week off from Bunheads because the wonderful Martha Kelly had to go out of town for a little bit. So, in her stead, and uh, watching one show I kind of liked a lot and one show that was real terrible, <laughs> uh, John Raven's here. John Raven, how are you doing? Hey, doing great, man. Excellent. Good to have you. How's yeah. things? How's life? How's oh, it's the no, world? That's... I'm doing really well, uh, and I... I guess, but it's always kind of in the case, like, uh, when things started getting really good, uh, uh, right after Obama was elected, and then, like, once over, over the hump and everything, and things started getting really good, that's when I was bottoming out. <laughs> like, as a person. As a person, yeah, yeah. As a person, I was doing, you know, shitty, and uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like, sorry, everybody, but I'm doing really well. <laughs> so the rest of the in world's contrast going to be, be fucked. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so we watched the Seventeenth Precinct and yeah. the Time Tunnel. Uh, we seem to both. Uh, yeah, you're fine. you seem to both have the opinion that one was good and one was bad. I right. think we agree. I think now. Now it depends on. I I know you have. We have to be talking about the same ones. That's There's, what I'm thinking. It's uh, which one was good. Count of three. One, two, three. Seventeenth precinct. precinct. Fair enough. Okay. Very good. Yeah, I was. Because, I was wanted. To, I wanted to message you immediately how frustrated I was that that it was not a canceled series, yeah. but it was a pilot, an unaired pilot. I was. I pissed. want more I, of that show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Meanwhile, time tunnel. Ooh, <laughs> boy, that show's bad. All right, you know what? Let's save that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk seventeenth precinct for a yeah. minute. Now, seventeenth precinct clearly a show with a budget. Yeah, like I, I don't know what network it was supposed to be on, but clearly the print we watched said it was like Sony Pictures or whatever. Right. Um, it had Stocker Channing is in it. Yeah, like half the cast of uh, Battlestar Galactica is in it. I think it's the same guy. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I I had to write it down. Ronald D. Moore, who also wrote uh, Star Trek. Uh, First Contact, the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, the like the last Borg, right, 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 right. Which, yeah, that, that was a really that was a good, good one. one. Yeah, and, and he also wrote like a couple of episodes of uh, Carnival, which okay. I really like that series too. So, so I was already, and maybe that set my expectation. But you felt kind of the same way. There were there were parts of it that that I went what, but like the show, I really was into. I, I was into the show. I think it's a very effective pilot. Yeah, in that they don't. There's a voiceover in the beginning that sort of sets up the world, and if you haven't. I mean, just for the explanation for the people listening at home, uh, the world takes 17th Precinct takes place in a world where magic exists and has replaced everything. So, like, there's no electricity, there's no oil, there's no coal. Everything is powered by magic. Right. They, um, now they said, and I think that that was there's there's no way the that Ronald D. Moore, the mm. guy who wrote Star Trek and created ba- the reboot mm. of Battlestar Galactica, wrote this line. I think they threw it in there for. For to, for people, yeah. it, it said, "What if science had never been invented? Like yeah. science, like, like science is a thing." Yeah, yeah. For and sure. I'm like, uh, no. I'm like, that was a dumb line, but uh, but that's what it is: is magic instead of science, right? Instead so there's like also like at one innovation. point there's, there's power plants, but they're plants, right. That generate power, <laughs> which is right. which is dumb, admittedly, yeah. but like works. Like it's a dumb line. The right. name, you don't need the pun, right? But the, like the <laughs> gag itself works. Also, the uh, city, the city takes place. The name of the city is Excelsior. Yeah, which I thought was kind of funny. I'm like, what did did good names? Was that tied to science? <laughs> like, but also, thought, it's clearly San Francisco, right? Right. There's Telegraph Hill. There's whatever they're talking about, like going up the coast of Mendocino or whatever. And the Golden Gate Bridge was suspended. You know, it was basically there because of magic. It was floating. It yeah, it was yeah, floating. Yeah. 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 So it was obviously yeah, right. San Francisco. Uh-huh. Seventeenth Precinct is the uh, police who uh, saw who handled. Well, here's what was interesting. At first, I wasn't sure if it was going to be they solve magic related crimes or if they just solve crimes and they use magic to do so. And it's kind of a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both, which actually worked. I thought was I thought it was interesting. There's a murder in the beginning of the episode, which we see happen. This guy's out for a walk or whatever, and somebody comes up and stabs him. Yeah, um, and then. What I do like as well is that it's a world where magic exists to the point that it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like there's yeah. like a bureaucracy to it. Right. They had uh, yeah, and it was they the reason that it I think it worked is because they immersed it so much and that's why it was both because right. you know, everything 
So yeah, it's just a murder. A guy stabbed a bunch, but then when they go to investigate it, they're using magic. To, so like, in, instead of doing like a blood splatter, let's see where it would have gone, they're able to do a spell that actually they can sort of watch the blood like kind of almost go back in time and see where it would have started. Like, here's where he first got stabbed. The blood kind of floats back to its place. Right, and instead of a camera, they actually have a spell that uh, that captures what they're seeing onto paper. I It took me a minute to figure out what was going on there. Yeah. Particularly when they, they, they don't really... What's good and bad... Not bad, but what's good about... I, I think is good is they kind of just throw you into this world. There's not a ton of expository, like, set up in the beginning. Right. That would be... If there was too many, too much exposition, you'd be like, all right, really? You got to tell each other? Like, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, exactly. it, it would take you out of it. It yeah, would, because but, they, clearly they just do this, so why, are, why would they have that conversation? Right. Uh, so that's good, but then also it did... Ca- it took me a few times of, uh, of like... So there's that thing, the stream. At one point, they, they go to a... Uh, on their people's desks and stuff in the office is like this weird beam of light kind of smoke thing, right? Which is like a, the database or, or looking yeah, up this, on a. Com- it's it's kind of like Google. It's like the internet, it's like Google? magic internet, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's the ma- yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. So they go like they go. We need this file or whatever, and they put a piece of paper in the in this beam of light, mm-hmm. and then it just sort of loads all the information onto this piece of paper. Right, and and they use different terms. I they. The best part about it is, is that if if this show had been picked up and continued, they could have dumped every from from anything from Dungeons and Dragons to any kind of video games, any kind of concepts of magic. Yeah, you know they have a they have a police necromancer instead of a coroner. It's pretty instead fun. of a coroner yeah. who, who who can do an exit interview with the go, with the <laughs> yeah, spirit yeah, yeah. who normally who doesn't give a whole lot of information because they're just trying to leave. They don't give a shit. They're they dead. I actually yeah. really like that. So like she'll she's like I got to talk to the body or whatever, and uh, the spirit will come out and it'll, instead of being like this person killed me, they look like this. Blah blah blah. He's just like what? I don't care. I'm going out. Like I'm do- I'm done here. Yeah. Like I don't care about. Yeah, this. this doesn't matter. It was it was revenge related. And yeah, it, like yeah, walks yeah. away and that kind of shit. That was yeah, great. Yeah, uh, which I, I I kind of enjoyed. But then she also does. Like, the autopsies and shit. They call it a necropsy, I think, because she's a necromancer or whatever. But, like, it it all... what The difference between this show and Time Tunnel is that <laughs> all of this shit works pretty well. And right. there's, there's some parallels to Time Tunnel, whereas, like, it is a complete failure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Uh, so, like, in this world... They don't do a whole lot of explanation of like what's happening, why there's magic, how the magic works. They just got to throw you in the world. Yeah. In time tunnel, which is uh, spoiler alert, time travel. Uh, they there's like a ten minute scene where they try to explain the science behind the time travel. Right. And it's so bad. And it's so it's just like oh Jesus, like you just ah uh, yeah. It was. Um, We've got a good cast in this, by the way. We've got the two detectives we meet first are both Battlestar. Uh, oh, is that right? Is yeah, it? yeah. The um, yeah, the British, the guy with the kind of British accent. He is was like the scientist Balthazar, or whatever on. Oh, okay. Battlestar, and then the other guy was uh, uh, Edward James, almost his son, who's oh. like a captain or whatever. Because I had watched the first few episodes of, of Battlestar, mm-hmm. and at the time I had a lot going on, so like when I watched it, I'm like, man, this is really good. Oh, this is not going to make me feel very good. No, no, it's dark as shit. I'm going to have to hold on. You know, I'll save this, and I never came back to yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah, But, uh, yeah. It's and, super dark. Um, and it's got a... I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's a, a Iman Walker. It's the guy from he was, Oz. He was on Oz. Um, and, people, uh, uh, fans of the show of this show will know he was also the uh, religious leader on Kings, which we did on this show. Mm. Um, he's been around a long time. He's a bunch yeah. of stuff. Great actor. Um, I he does the voiceover in the beginning. I, I, I was like, was pretty sure that was his voice, and then when I saw him, I was like, Bro. yeah. Also, yeah. I think he might have been in, under some sort of like studio contract with NBC because he was just in a bunch of these weird shit like this. <laughs> he was in Kings, which was like one season, like miniseries. Yeah, season, like he's all this stuff. He would just show up in. He, he signed the wrong thing. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. I'll do that too. Uh, the necro the the necromancer. She is also from Battlestar. So uh. there's like a lot of that cast. Then there's also then there's. Stockard Channing, yeah, like, who I love. Uh, she's great. She's a uh, you know Miss Bartlett on The West Wing. She's been around forever. A bit of a miscast, I think. A little bit, especially since they. Uh, I almost like they almost derailed me from the show because they, you know, she transfers and goes back to uh, the homicide. Uh, or whatever. Yeah, she's and, a rob- and- she's moved on the robbery, but 
the the black uh, the guy from Oz who's the chief of police like needs her back because he think there's a lot of good, there's a lot of really good setup in this. There's a thing with the Stoics. All this yeah. shit is like it's but she's that's how she comes back and she comes back and she's like I don't need a partner and I went oh don't she's gonna don't be back. Do that. That's my point about the miscast. Like you are not you're a stalker Channing. You don't come across as like the grizzled vet. Cop. Right. It just yeah. doesn't fit you. Who partners with the rookie? She does partner with, with a rookie. rookie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as it was like, oh, he's got uh intuition or, or uh, what uh sight. Yeah, yeah, he's, kind of he a... can he gets uh, visions. He can yeah, gets visions. Future, yeah. All right, then it finally you know, so that was only yeah, it was about a minute of oh no. And then yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, it was and then and then it won me back over. But what was crazy too, when you first meet her, they're at this trial, like they're at a they're at a court, there's a guy who's up he's like they say he's like he robbed somebody and maybe stabbed just, them in the robbery or whatever. But he was—he's like mob, basically. He's a mob dude. Yeah, yeah. It, we find out that he's like running this gang that's robbing these people up and down this like uh, wharf or whatever. Yeah. But the judge says that he's. Uh, I also take into account that he had a drug addiction and that he's going to rehab and blah blah blah. And that's when Soccer Channing stands up. He's like, Ah, what are you doing? He's a yeah. bad guy. Blah 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 blah. But they sentence him. To have his arm, his arm dislocated for a year. Right. That's a crazy punishment. And, and it's then, weird that their punishments are just torture, because we find out later, and we'll get to it. I don't oh want to spoil my God. it. Holy, but the, yeah. the other punishment at the end that is absolutely just torture is insane. But that this is, one, literally, like, they cast a spell, and his shoulder shuts out of the socket. He's dislocated his arm. And then he just has to walk around like that for a year. Do you think that's going to help his drug addiction or hurt it? Do you think <laughs> right. being in constant I mean, pain is going to help his opioid I mean, addiction? I mean, sure, he can't cast spells with that hand. I, I guess, guess that was the whole the thing. Point is, yeah, but, he's like, well, he can't. He'll, he'll he have to just stab the dude. Like he doesn't need. You know what I mean? Yeah, he can stab somebody with the other arm. Yeah, it's I very don't. Weird. That yeah, that was that was that was a very weird punishment. But interesting, and I think it actually plays well into the end. And we can jump around a bit. It really doesn't matter. Okay. Um, the main sort of crux, and we don't find this out till the very end. There's hints at it throughout the episode. Is that there's this group called the Stoics. Uh, the guy from Oz references it when she goes to see Soccer Channing. Yeah. He's afraid that the Stoics have come back. Right. Um, this vague group. We this don't vague know group. We don't about. know what they are, but they've referenced them. At the end of the episode, we find out... That they are essentially, and I'm fine with spoiling this part, yeah. they are people that don't like magic, right? right. They, don't, they, they wanted to get rid of magic because they think it's, particularly when it comes to the judicial system, that it's, uh, it's, it's not based in logic, it's not based in facts. Yeah, they want rational thought. Rational thought. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Like, I'm kind of with the Stoics. Right, like, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, right, and know. they literally go, like, at one point, like, she's telling... So Soccer Channing is telling the rookie cop who we find out throughout the episode ends up having vision, so he's like more important than just being this rookie cop. Yeah. Um, she's explaining who the Stokes were. They had been like 12 years before they had thrown up and like killed a bunch of people and trying to cause chaos and shit. And she's like, she, she says, you know, they want to do away with magic. He's like, do away with magic? What would we, what do what? we do? Like, that's, that's preposterous, right? <laughs> and she goes, well, he's like, well, what, they, what would they have in its place? And she says, well, they have this, I guess it's kind of like a mechanical magic they call it science <laughs> which i i laughed but then also I, laugh. I, la- I laughed out loud but then i also was like i might just be a stoic like yeah. Yeah. I think, you want to get rid of irrational thought and bring in logic and reason and science that sounds great to me yeah i that was that was but that yeah because i did the same thing i went oh my god Wow, that's actually kind of that's really interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. I was like, that's a really cool. Like, I like it's. It feels hacky initially when he she says it, just sort of the way the line is delivered. Yeah. Um. But then there's a uh, we'll we'll come back to that again. There's another reveal there, but uh, so we've got a couple of different stories happening. There is the main murder that we meet in the beginning that the two detectives are going to investigate you've got uh stalker channing coming in with this uh with this rookie she's paired up with this rookie there's a really weird scene <laughs> with her and isai morales oh yes so isai morales Holy who's been around God. forever is an actor a great actor uh he's a detective at this precinct she comes back to uh from robbery where she's like it's better hours less hassle whatever but they need her cuz it's going to be serious with these stoics or whatever. Yeah. So she comes back and she, clearly they have a past which is fine. 
But then she says, she goes, I, it blew, it was so weird, it took me a minute to catch up, <laughs> where she's like, uh, she's compl- she needs a desk, and he's clearly got, like, she's like, I need a desk, and he's like, we all need stuff, whatever, she's, he's, uh, clearly doesn't like her. And she goes, okay, Lisa, and it's like, huh, what? Yeah, and really. I guess, he goes, it's trans? No, he goes, but like magic trans? Right, because he goes, it's Liam now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, I'm no longer there, Lisa there inside is no more or out. Inside or out, yeah. And it's, I don't know what, and they don't give us anything else. It's a brief change, right. uh, and there's clearly beef behind it. Like, she's not happy about it. He's pissed that she's bringing it up. Yeah. But what is it supposed to be? And like, this is 2011, by the way. Right. So it's not, obviously not pre, like, the existence of trans people. I'm not saying that. But it is sort of pre it really being in the zeitgeist. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was so weird. And also, clearly, I think we're supposed to believe it. this change is somewhat magical, right? Right, because it's just like the, the thing later. Yes, 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 which we'll get to. We'll get okay. to that. I think. Yeah. I think that's a big reveal that we should hold on to. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it just, it was so out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, what really, the? And yeah. it didn't come, didn't like... And they didn't come back to it at all. No, like, granted, obviously, this is one episode. They could have right. come back down the road. But it yeah. just felt so, like, it didn't add anything. It, it, just, it just confused the shit <laughs> out of me, and then con- they moved yeah. on. It and just I was like, confused. what's happening? I'm like, did I miss? Like, I kept going back. I'm like, did I, I Yeah, did miss? I just, was I zoned out? Did I not hear what happened or whatever? Um, so they get sent to investigate. I, I really enjoyed this scene. Uh, she's pissed about this. Uh, she's like, I came back for murders or whatever. And he's, he's giving her shitty assignments because he doesn't like her. Right. And uh, he sends her back to look. There's uh, a house that might be hexed up on Telegraph Hill. So they go there and it's like, it's kind of fun. She's like, well, hex, what is this? And when we show up the house, like all the windows are slamming up and down and the doors are slamming. You know, right. Whatever. And it's an apartment complex. It's apartment, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an apartment building. And, uh, the landlord, which I enjoyed, was just like, we've done three exorcisms. None of them took. That means that means it's a curse. And if it's a curse, the city's got to get involved. Right. I just like the bureaucracy, the like the red tape bullshit of magic. I really enjoy, I think that's fun. That was really fun. That was me. really great. Yeah. That yeah, was, that was super fun for me. And through a little bit of deduction that involves like, what's also, what I really also liked about the way magic is done in this world is it's not like I don't know how to say this. It feels natural. Yeah. Everything is plants or herbs or like the spells are they're not like, oh, I make my hands glow red and shoot beams or something. Right. It's no like, no deities or any kind of like other type of like like prayer offering to somebody. Yeah. It's just kind of this weird like in yeah. touch. A yeah. kind of witch kind of witchcraftery and yeah. like there's plants and uh, one thing is like you, they, so they, what we find out is it's not a hex. Someone has put a, I can't remember the word that they uh, use. A totem. A totem, which yeah. is a piece of onyx that has been uh, infused with like an energy or whatever. Yeah. And they have to find that piece of onyx to shut everything down. But in order to do that, they have to, it feeds off the energy, magic energy around it. And that was, a, that was giddy to me because I had remembered that term coming up in, in I don't know some in a fantasy video game before yeah, yeah, that yeah. I so I was like ooh they could just oh this show's not going to be made but, um, <laughs> but but if it was that they could they could have done that legit happened to me a bunch of times throughout the show where I was like oh that's a really cool idea fuck it's not going to go anywhere like it's yeah, just not yeah, no happen. that's right yeah um so she at one point like like when I say natural like so she goes to this plant which is one of the power plants and <laughs> she takes out these she has this little vial of like insects that she kind of pours on these leaves and they start eating it and she goes these are whatever beetles they only eat uh magical they only eat plants that there's magical energy coming from it and since this is turned off it's feeding on magic from somewhere and this is how they know that there's a totem here somewhere right it's yeah so they have to go and turn off all of the any magic has to be turned off so that they can come in and find so that they can find find the totem because otherwise it'll be like distracting or whatever um i enjoyed this i i like this very much so she they go essentially. What happens is one person who says they didn't want to turn off their electricity or they didn't want to turn off their magic because they have a cat or something. Right. But eventually, right. it all gets turned off. They find this totem. It's this little black whatever. They put in the thing. They do whatever. It's fine. But then the the younger cop freaks out, runs upstairs because he's had this vision. So that's how this is where he learns that he has this ability to have visions or whatever. Right. He runs upstairs to this one to the lady who didn't want to turn off the thing, 
Uh, they open the door, they find her dead. She's been murdered. There's blood. But they also, like, they don't know how. They're like, I don't know what this wound is. It's crazy. Right. Um, there's a thing where they, they open up this cabinet. This is more of, like, the nature of magic. Like, they open up this cabinet, and there's, like, like a bundle of herbs and a bowl and all this other stuff. And it says all these protection spells. And she clearly was afraid of something because yep. she had all this protection spell set around her. And Way she more like, for like a, a professor at a Yeah, she's a professor at a school or likes. whatever. Like, yeah. Why would she have this? But she's clearly scared. And I like the idea that like it was turned off for like a minute and she's already dead. Like So clearly there's a real threat. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, so I like that very much. So that's happening. But then also there's like a procedural element to the cop stuff. Right? So, like, right. the other two detectives have to find out about this guy who's been murdered, who is, by the way, the executive prophet for the city. Yes. Which means, so every city has a guy who does, who reads fortune, who kind of tells fortunes. And he can kind of, he, you know, prophesizes about what's going to happen in the coming year. And that right. was his job. Uh, and we find out, oh, who's mad at, like, it, they're doing basic cop shit, right? So they're like, who, who's mad at him? Does he have any enemies? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 like... Lieutenant Mayor or whatever, he got in a big argument because he had this prophecy about whatever. But that guy... So this part of the story is fucking crazy, and I thought it was actually pretty fun. Hmm. Turns out he's cheating on his wife, so they go to see the mistress, because the mistress is supposed to be the alibi. Um, but we, she's, been, she's hiding a bruise. He beat her up. Right, but so with magic. magic. With yeah. magic, yeah. So There's some sort of potion that she sees. He, the, guy, the cops go, oh, I see you're using a lot of this potion... Uh, which can be used for, if you swallow it, for like uh, anti-inflammatory. But if you put it topical, it can be used to hide bruises. And he does some shit in front of her face, and she's got this big bruise on her face. Right. She's not, instead of heavy allergies, she's covering up yeah, right. his handiwork. Or um, she's got a kid. She tells him, you know, that he was here, but then he beat me up, and I threw him out. He left earlier than he said he did. Um But then there's a thing where we think the kid might have killed... I, I I enjoyed the few misdirects here where like the 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 necromancer says like well the wounds were from a low angle so it could be a kid uh but they're like well but it's such a well thought out attack first he hamstrings him so he can't run and then he gets here and that doesn't seem like a kid and they're like well maybe that she used magic to control the kid's body right um we find out that store like they're trying to figure out what she got this like she doesn't have a past right it's two years but prior, everything's gone from the record or whatever. Right. And uh, whew, it's kind of complicated. It sounds complicated. I'm yeah. not doing a great job of making it not sound overly convoluted. Yeah. Um, it, but it does play actually very well, I thought. Like, it, it doesn't come across that complicated in, in the actual telling. Right. The only confusion I had, because, because, they, it, was, because it, it is a police procedural, like... If you replaced all the different terminology they used with like the mayor's office and the uh, you know head city councilman, but yeah. like, but talking about like the uh, oh this you know the city prophet or the city and the talking about prophecies and different things like like your brain immediately goes to things that you've seen in the past, but so it's a little it confusion. Makes, yeah. When you're trying to, but, but but you know, once you go, okay, you just have to pay attention a little bit. A little bit, not, but not enough that, like, I feel like, particularly if you got more episodes, it, I think it would have, I think it, you would have made those jumps relatively easy. Right. Particularly because it's a literal, it's kind of just a one to one switch, right? So it's yeah. like, oh, instead of the internet, there's the stream. Instead of the corridor, there's a necromancer. And once you make that switch, it's kind of just there. Yeah, you just have to kind of immerse yourself. What we find out, and it's fucking crazy, <laughs> is that the little kid. Is actually a 41-year-old man. Right. Uh, so they find out that she's the, a judge had wiped all their records out of the stream. And they do that in certain cases where they need to protect somebody or whatever. Um, meaning they cast a spell and then you can no longer get information out of this like magic internet. It's all gone. Yeah. So they go to the judge's house to find, to talk to them. So they want to know why they would do that in this particular case. Because they think they're involved in this murder. There's a thing that happens in the beginning that they show where at the mur- the first murder, someone had made this spell that made everything silent. You can't hear anything. So it made it easier for them to sneak up on him and kill him. Right. They get to the house of the judge. There's one of those spells. They're like, oh, fuck, somebody's here. This is already bad. Yeah. They go in. There's a bit of a fight. By the way, they don't have guns. They have these weird like, magic guns. They're like round. Yeah. They look like... Uh, 
round. It's like a casting. I mean, if they use it, yeah, it's uh, they kind of use it like a gun, but it's it's a round thing with a little like bright light in the center, and it kind of shoots pulses out. Uh, as opposed to bullets or whatever. So you can knock shit over with it. And I would imagine there's some, like, like phasers to stun aspect of it where, like, you could do a stronger one or a lesser one if you want or whatever. Probably so. They didn't really cover anything like that, but that's... But, yeah. It, it just kind of like had that gun. feeling to yeah. me. I don't know. Um, so the, they see the woman there, the mistress. There's a little bit of a fight with her. Then the kid attacks her, the, the judge. When the judge shows up, they fight the kid or whatever. And then... The judge tells us the story, which is fucking crazy, yeah. which is that he is actually a 41-year-old man named Lionel whatever the fuck. Yeah. Years prior, the executive prophet... That's who it was. Yeah. ...had foreseen a, a rape and murder was going to happen, but they didn't get to the poli- he didn't get to the police in time to prevent it. When they find it, they're dead. They're, so rape and murder's already happened. He, the executive prophet... Fingers this guy, Lionel, whoever the fuck, because of his vision, he saw that he thinks this was him. So she sentences him, she Be- says, to reenactment, a life reenactment, like a, like a reenactment for life, like a, like a life in jail sentence. Right. But that, what that means is that he would experience the, the rape and murder from the side of the victim... 12, Twelve times a day. Twelve times a day for the rest of his life. A day. That is fucking bonkers. That is insane. I the idea when they did the <laughs> well. What's crazy is when you think about that is just what is indicative of the judicial system in this world, right? Yeah. So the only other thing we saw was a guy had to have his arm dislocated for a fucking year, right? So it seems like there's not rehab. There's not. Yeah, there's no... There's they're no... not more advanced than us, which is what I think. Like, magic, you think, oh, they're going to be more enlightened, they're going to be whatever. They're almost worse, right? Right, they don't have a prison. It doesn't look like they have prison. Doesn't they just come do up. They, no, they just go... Also, that's and... what's crazy to me. So he's going to be... But then does he just live? Does he go to work, and then 12 times a day while he's at work, this fucking, he gets <laughs> raped and murdered, and then he has to go back to his shift? Like, they don't Everything. say he's in jail. Right. Uh, so it's crazy. But then we find out, then what happens is a guy, another rape and murder similar to that one happens. They they catch the guy doing it or whatever. He eventually confesses to the initial rape and murder. So this guy who has been being raped and murdered 12 times a day for like 40 years or whatever uh, was innocent the whole time. Yeah. And in order to try to give him his life back, they like wiped his memory and put him back in the body of a child. So they all that time that he lost... He could just sort of live a second life or whatever. Yeah. So the uh, the woman who they, who they thought was his mom was actually, actually his, sister. his sister. And they were gonna like, if I make him a kid, then you can pretend to be his mom, and you guys can pass and have this life. And they just which had... is already fucking nuts. Yeah. Like you have to, and like the the sister, like he, she never, she like never get, like was always saying he was innocent or whatever. But like, okay, that might be. If we're gonna say that making him a kid is good, which I don't know that it is. is it? Yeah. But if it is... That's the, 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 that's the restitution, is he gets to have his childhood back. He gets back. to have a, a life. Yeah, but, he's, but he doesn't... Rem- I mean, he's still got all the... He also wasn't a kid when he raped and murdered those... Or didn't rape and murder somebody. Like, that started as an adult. He wasn't 12 when that right, happened. Right, right. It would, it would seem the thing would be to put him back to where he was. Yeah, yeah. But then also now, you've made this woman... Have to be a mom to a kid like it's insane. It is fucking batshit. Yeah, that didn't make. Yeah, but that, but that, but that's the thing about the uh, it's Liam now, not Lisa. Is it's the same kind of so instead right. of like a transgender thing, it's a it's, it's a, a magical casting like the soul into a body. I'm guessing. I, yeah, I don't. I feel like they definitely would have had to do more with that at some point if the show had continued. Yeah, but um. But yeah, that reveal of the punishment was fucking insane. Yeah, because uh, it also the uh, the. What it implies, I mean, because we're following good cops and right. judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can you imagine corruption with that with kind, that of, kind level? of power? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Absolutely. My God. I couldn't. And yeah. one, we're only kind of assuming we're following good cops and judges. Right. We're one episode in, so who knows? Um, more to the. You can. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Maris, seriously, needs to grab her laptop. You're fine. Um,. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, you got it. You're good. Uh, it's it's got to go through the microphones. Uh, more, the, more to the point, though, what, did, what that did 
was make me 100% side with the Stoics. Right. The whole point is, like, they even say, like, they don't like the way our justice system is run with emotion. They want, like, a more fair and rational approach to the judicial system. I was like, fucking absolutely yes! You're <laughs> raping and torturing someone 12 times a day for 40 years, and they weren't even guilty, like... Clearly, there needs to be a rethinking of this process. Yeah, it's um, unbelievable. Like I, I had to, I took notes because I wanted to make sure yeah, I took a bunch of notes for this. That. But that, like, I was like going, "What the? F-? Like, I was just arrows, yeah. <laughs> rape and murder, twelve times a day for life." Yeah, 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 I had yeah, that yeah. just like, "Oh shit!" Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, the other big reveal for the but that I, that I enjoyed, uh, even if it is a little hacky. Um, when Stocker Channing is telling the guy about the the rookie about the Stoics, uh, they're like, "Well, how do you know it was the Stoics that did this? Uh, killed this teacher?" They go, "Well, they did the autopsy and they found they dug this thing out of her chest, and I, we don't know what it is." Or like, uh, they dug this thing out of her chest. It cra- you know, it ripped through muscle and bone and destroyed her heart and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, what are you talking about?" And she pulls out this envelope, and then she takes out this thing. And she's like, they call it a bullet. <laughs> and it's a fucking bullet because they don't have guns. And she even said – the other thing she says when they're talking about science is there's, she goes uh, – she's like, they use science, and there's nothing we can do to stop it, which I thought was interesting, particularly when you think, oh, they have bullets. Yeah, you don't have bulletproof vests because you don't have bullets. You've never had right. – you don't have to deal with those things. Um, I thought that was fun. Also, when – when the uh, guy from Oz and the rookie has their visions, yeah. they start to see like this. There's like glimpses, really close up of like a gear kind of a thing, something sliding into place. And at that point, with the reveal of the bullet, it kind of pulls back, and we see it's a chamber of a gun that is like right. Whatever. So, the, so the different shots, uh, yeah. And she and she says like this is the same weapons that Stoics used 12 years ago when they showed up and killed all these people. And that's kind of the end of the episode. And I was like, holy shit! I want more of this fucking show. Right. Really bad. Then I watched Time Tunnel. <laughs> and I don't want any more. I don't I want don't the want... one episode I saw of Time Tunnel. <laughs> the, uh, oh, the, the one other no, thing. Well, the one other thing about 17th Precinct yeah, is yeah. also they use, they have, they had budget for soundtrack because they had two songs by Massive Attack in oh, there. Okay. Now, granted, one of the, the one song is the theme song for House that everybody knows. Yeah, so I don't yeah, know why yeah, they use yeah. that. Word. Because House well, had When been was a, House? House it, when did uh, it start? Because two thousand and eleven. Oh, okay, sure, fair enough. So that was kind of kind of interesting, but yeah. but they had like uh, they had like that, and and then they even have a, a track from a, a guy named Amon Tobin, who I really love. So I was like, okay. I was on board with the soundtrack yeah. alone. Um, I thought the scene, the other thing with the when they go to the judge's house, and there's this like a bit of an action sequence, if you will. They're sneaking around. The uh, the sister mom throws a like a knife magically, uh, like it's. Yeah. But all of it's happening in pretty much silence because of this spell that's happening. So, like, this window shatters, but you just see it and don't hear it. I, I like that. They played a little too much music, I thought. Yeah. I think it would have been more effective if they just sort of leaned into the silence of it. That would have been not... Yeah, that's that's interesting. Because um, they played that Massive Attack oh, that's, song. That's, yeah. Yeah, from... Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so I thought that was good. Uh, overall, I really liked 17th Precinct. I would have 100% watched this show if it was on. Like, and I'd have fallen apart. There is some, like, I mean, it's a pilot, so it is, you know, it's, yeah. it hasn't 100% found its legs yet. But, I like, as a pilot, I thought it was really effective. I just right. thought it was good. Yeah. And I've always been a, it's, it's interesting that you picked these two for me uh-huh. because, like, I've always been a fan of, like, uh, Hellblazer, John Constantine, okay, yeah, 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 and then also like Harry Dresden, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, books, sure. Uh, so like, so this was that I'd always been into like where where you have like a, a wizard or a you know or sorcerer in just in real life, but uh, yeah, this yeah, was yeah, a yeah. twist on that, and I, so yeah, I did really enjoy. All yeah, that. it dug, I dug it. Then I had then, to watch, then we had to watch Time Tunnel. Holy! I was so glad that Ooh. I watched it. I, I don't now. I I don't know if I, I if I'm glad that I that because I, I watched Time Tunnel second Me too. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we should. I I don't know if we flip it and we have a better memory. But this show is bad. <laughs> uh, so first off, it's clearly like. For the Sci-Fi Channel, right? Or maybe yeah, Canada. It, it has, it ha- it, it's it, very cheap and like cheap in a way that's also like 
it comes across in every element. It's not that it's that it looks cheap, which it does. And it's not just that they've got substandard actors because they can't afford big names, which they right. do. Which they, yeah. It's because even like the writing is, is like you couldn't afford good writers. Yeah. It, every, every element of this is a show done on the cheap. That is a grand concept that shouldn't be done on the cheap, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So here's the premise of this show, and we'll just—I'll we'll, give you an overview, and then we'll get into the specifics. The yeah, uh, I'm looking up real quick the yeah. uh, the main the biggest name or the biggest person in that series. Yeah, I, I wanted to see what else he was in. Oh, the main guy—I have no idea, but his wife I've seen in things. I right. can't think of yeah. what. Uh, and maybe the blonde. From the team, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, right. so here's the premise of the show. <laughs> the 2002, by the two, way. The show, takes, the show was in 2002, but it takes place in 2006. Yeah. They say that. Uh, our hero works for the Department of Energy. Uh, I'm not sure what his job... In the beginning, he's like giving someone a lie detector test. It's just Yeah, weird. I don't... It did, it, yeah. It's just weird. It's, um, that immediately was kind of a red flag of, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. <laughs> and it's this whole scene where he's, like, trying to get the guy to tell him a lie so that he can, ba- like, have baselines for his... Di- it, it's just a very poorly acted <laughs> and executed scene. But when they're driving back, he's driving back to his house, little things are weird in the world, right? So they pull up to a, st- uh, to a traffic light, but the, it's reversed. You go on red and you stop on green. Yeah. Um, he's helping his uh, daughter learn the state capitals, and we see the map, and there's only 49 states. Right. Uh, there's little things are off. <laughs> but also, here's the, how bad this show is. As he's driving, <laughs> as he's drive, him and his partner are driving back to his house from the lie detector thing or whatever, they turn on the radio, and there's a guy on the radio talking about how... There are people who believe that something happened and changed, like the world isn't the way it's supposed to be, that history has been changed, and they remember things being different than how they are. It's essentially the Mandela effect, right? The idea of the Berenstein Bears and the Berenstain Bears or whatever. (laughs) And they're called the 240. They say that. They have all this stuff. He then find we the the our hero gets taken into the gov by the government. They we need you for this mission. They go in, and what has happened is the government. This is so fucking convoluted. So the government has perfected hot fusion. <laughs> hot fusion. <laughs> they make a point. I thought the whole reason of cold fusion being a thing. Was that that's what was impressive about it was it's cold. Like, I think we already have fusion that's hot. It's called a nuclear bomb, right? Right. Uh, but no, they've perfected hot, hot fusion. fusion. Um, but as a side, and, uh, and the guy's like, oh, hot fusion, that means no more dependency on fossil fuels, unlimited energy, blah, blah, blah. But as a result of them turning on the hot fusion machine, the. They created, oh, it's so dumb. Uh, he said, we create, the guy goes, we created a time storm. <laughs> but he says it as if it's a thing that exists and people know. It's, like, it's oh, not like, shit, not one of those. Exactly. Like, he should say something like, we are calling it a time, it caused an anomaly that we've started to call a time storm. Yeah. Um, but basically, what has happened is the time, space time continuum is going crazy. There's a weird, to tunnel in the space time right. continuum and it's they've got one end of it locked down in their office right. they fix the one side but the other side is just flipping and flailing around in like time. a hose like a, ho- like a like fire a hose, hose yeah right? like a fire hose that's spraying whatever and yeah. it's fucking up time and <laughs> their job is to go back and but now here's where i'm really confused is their job to go back to these so there's so basically what happened was for four hours, 240 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, this anomaly happened, right? So they've created all these uh, anomalies in, in space-time. Yes. That's where the 240 comes from, which is why the show is bad, because that radio thing, why are you just telling me the whole premise of the show in a radio thing in four seconds, 
And then also telling me again when we see the scientists in like seven minutes. Just don't have that. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It didn't. Yeah. Just I get what they were doing. Like have the have the the traffic light. Have the state things be weird. Whatever. Have that stuff. And then you're, I go, oh, this is weird. What's what's this world about? And then you'll explain it to me when we go meet the scientists. It's just it's just poor writing. <laughs> but so here's my question about this show and the base mission of this group. <laughs> Are they going back in time? Because basically what happens, they go back in time once there's a big fuck up, right? He goes, think of us like FEMA. We don't show up for a, a thunderstorm. We show up for a hurricane. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> it's just bad. Uh, but he, are they going back in time to fix the fuck ups that happened because of the time storm to then, to then right everything? Meaning, shit's weird now because of the time storm. Are they going back in time, fixing what needs to be fixed, so that the timeline will correct itself and we'll go back to green meaning go and red meaning stop and there being 50 states and blah, blah, blah? Or are they just sort of patching wounds? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is there any point in this show where they're trying to correct the mistake? Well, it's a I don't know. Well, this you know, and and you you saw that this was a remake of a series of a show from like the sixties from the sixties, and which made whole so much sense because this because everything about the show goes. It seems like they didn't rewrite like they took everything bad from a uh, a late sixties TV show, right? Like you could totally buy all this, you know, on, in the sixties. Sure, it would be You'd fine be like, oh, because the whatever kind of, they yeah. didn't have science yet, right? Right, they didn't have hot fusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, this exactly That's feels crazy. like something they would have said in the sixties. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's oh, it's so fucking bad to show. <laughs> so when I tell you that this, what I just explained to you about the time storm and the whatever. It takes them like six minutes to get through, and they're using a lot of real, like, clunky science terms that don't make any sense. So, on one hand, they really are over explaining things. But then, on another hand, at one point, before they're going to go on this mission back in time, they introduce their medic, who I think is maybe like a professional wrestler. He's right. Like, he's the medic. He's 6'5. He's 400 pounds of I'm muscle. Like, it's I, weird. Yeah, no, that was just strange. I'm like, that's the medic? It's, it's very odd choice. Uh, he shows up with one of those like like uh, injector kind of gun things. You see in movies where the military, they shoot a, 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 a serum into your neck or whatever. Right. Uh, so, on one <laughs> hand, they're really explaining shit, really clunkily, forcibly trying to explain shit. And then on the other hand, he shoots this thing in the guy's neck, and he goes, yeah, it's a tracer. It sends back real-time info about, like, your heartbeat or whatever back here. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Then he goes, uh, it also allows them to hear and see everything you're hearing and seeing. And I was like, okay. Yes. And then he's like, it also, also. <laughs> it also changes your language so like in this case they end up going back to world war ii they're in germany it will make them speak and understand german i'm like oh it's a it's a plot hole injection (laughs) (laughs) exactly what it is it's the cheesiest fucking like this what whatever we need this to do this fucking thing i'm shooting in your neck can do it is so stupid. It's like, wait, but what about the injection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah never mind. I got you. Yeah, got they you. should literally be moments in this show where a person goes like, I don't understand. If we pull him out of time, won't it put... And then he should just run in and shoot him in the neck. And be like, <laughs> I get it, I get it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it. Um, yeah. So, like, that happens. It's real dumb. Also, our hero <laughs> is a fucking idiot. Yeah. He... Here's what's crazy. He acts like, okay, so yes, your mind is going to be, he works in the Department of Energy, he's a bureaucrat, he's a suit, whatever. He, we find out he is like an ex-Marine, like he is retired from the Marines or something. Right. Um, but whatever, he's a suit. They bring him down to the time tunnel, because they're like, we need you, you're the only person. It, it With the hackiest line, too, by the way, they're in the car. And he's like, it's about time, alright, you guys have to tell me what's going on. He's uh, like, so where are we going? And this one goes, it's not where... It's when. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, God. But they, so they bring him downstairs. They show him the time tunnel. Your mind should be blown. And he is, uh, all right, he's, like, blown away. There's time travel. Yeah. What's annoying is he acts like he doesn't, I'm not saying he shouldn't know how time travel works. I'm not saying he shouldn't be blown away by the fact that there's time travel. But he acts like the concept doesn't make sense to him. Right. You know what I mean? Where he doesn't he doesn't understand he acts like he doesn't understand like if I show up, you go, look, we have the time machine now. We figured out time machine, I'd be like, holy fuck, we have a time machine? 
But I would know what a time machine does. Right. Does, like, the, does the H.G. Wells novel not exist? I, that's why he this? just has no concept of what a time machine could do. And he keeps going like, you mean this is going to bring us back in time? Yes, dum-dum, it's a time machine. <laughs> it's, what that, it's so annoying how dumb he is. Uh, oh, yeah, also, I, it really bothered me. The reason that they picked this guy is because he's the buddy of one of the... Uh, like a marine buddy of so, one of the guys in the program. Right. And the reason that he is, they pick him is because they're, they're traveling to. So their mission at this particular thing they need to yeah. fix is they have to go back to this particular battle in world war two because the time storm has grabbed a guy from 1546 right. and dropped him in the middle of this battle. Yeah. And somehow that action is going to cause a lot of fucking trouble. We don't know how, but it's going to be a problem. So, and also there's a lot of like butterfly effect shit. If you go back in time, you can't change anything because it'll fuck up stuff in the future. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Classic time travel shit, right? Right. So there's this, their mission is to go back to this particular battle. And he happens, the reason they pick him is he is the expert he is an expert on this one battle in World War II. Right. Because he the written, Battle of Herkin Forest or whatever fucking yeah. is. Yeah. And and that the funny thing to me is like I'm like, is he the only person? Like what, nobody else knows World War II history in this country? Also, he doesn't need to be on the mission. Right, he could. He just, could just. The whole point is, they can talk through this fucking magic shot in the neck. Yeah, he could just go. Okay, yeah. Why don't you head for that church? Yeah, he doesn't need to be. Uh, he doesn't need to go into World War Two no, times. He doesn't have to in any way. Yeah. Uh, but they sent him back, and he. Uh, there's a whole thing about. How, also, there's so many fucking dumb choices made. Oh. So we meet this team, right? The team of people that are going to go. The team of people who are going to go to World War II, <laughs> pretend to be soldiers in World War II, both American and German, because they bring right. both changes of clothes, right. in case they have to pretend to be German, they've got German suits, <laughs> in case they're American soldiers, they're going to have American suits. So the group of people that are going to do this mission include a black woman. <laughs> I was like, what the... F-? I mean... Yeah. That's not. They weren't necessarily the most inclusive of ranks. I don't think women al- at all were allowed on the right. battlefield outside uh, of like nurses. Look, of all the people, not only a woman. Yeah, a black woman. A black they bring a white woman too. There are two women. Yeah, there are two group. women in the group. I was like, like what? It blew my fucking I'm like, mind. I'm like, I'm like, if you're gonna be going, if you're gonna be going into the time tunnel and going back in time, yeah. Yeah, all of the time in the past are bad for women yeah. and bad for black 100%. people. Neither one of them need to be all going white in there. Dudes are the only people right. who go they, back in time. That is it exclusively. Right. It is not the time to be diverse. No, not, not when you're going back in time. Also, like, <laughs> even if you don't even like, just pick your biggest based on the mission. Let's say they have to go back to the '70s in Harlem and do some shit. Don't right. send this blonde dude. The, yeah, it makes sense. But you definitely, I was so, I was like, what the fuck? And it turns out she's like with the CIA and she's like kind of like the muscle, like kind of right, muscle. Yeah. They try to do something they think is cute, which is they make the short black skinny girl the muscle and the big giant guy the medic. Right. Right. They're That's trying right. to play They're on shit to, a little yeah. bit. Uh, right. Except it doesn't work because when she actually has to get physical, which she does have to fight somebody. It is the worst fake karate I have ever seen. <laughs> it's like when I was a kid, I bought a book. You remember the Scholastic Book Fair where they come to your yeah. school, right? Yeah. I bought a book called Advanced Karate when I was in like third grade <laughs> didn't buy beginners never took beginners karate right. went straight to advanced went karate straight, yeah. uh, because I was going to learn advanced karate right, from this right. book We're it, go. looks, it looks like she got that book too <laughs> and did what I did which was like because it's a book it's still images so I would like look like this and be like I can do that and I would just pretend I was doing it that's the karate she's doing in this fucking show oh my oh, god I, when I saw her I was, I was like alright this show's just fucking dumb um, Her name's Tawny Cypress. Like I stopped it and looked it up. I'm like, that's not a that's black woman. That's hilarious. Is it? Oh, it very much. I'm is. like, is it? Oh, hang on. And I, I stopped and had to look it up. And I was like, holy shit. There's it is. there's so much dumb shit when they're first about to go. <laughs> when they're gonna go, I don't know if you're, if you're we're gonna talk about the same thing. But when they're they're going through the time tunnel, right? When they they have to engage the thing. There's like a window. It's like the storm is only gonna be for this window. So they have like a three hour window to get there and yeah. get back or whatever. Uh, so when they go. <laughs> They're going to launch the mission. 
they have to go through all these checks and they're like uh, status and they're like it's a go on this it's a go on that it's a go for whatever and all the different stations are saying it's a go yeah. and at one point they go uh, psychological it's a go and psychological go is just a like a brain scan <laughs> it's just like a like a like a scan of their brain. I don't think that's how psychology works. <laughs> I don't think it just goes, oh, there's a bunch of red here. It's bad. Like, that's like. like isn't that neurological? No, yeah, no, 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 no. No, they don't give. It's so dumb. He is also an ex Marine who. They basically come through this tunnel in the middle of a battle, right? Not yeah. a huge battle at that point, but it's going to become a horrific battle, right? But they, he, they come through. Everything's kind of slow motion at first, and then it's going to catch up. He sees a bullet. But it's very clearly a bullet. It's clearly. It's clearly just a, a bullet. It's a very clearly a bullet. Yeah. It's moving slowly, and it's just coming for him. Like, it's coming towards him. And he just starts to, like, reach out for it. That w- that had to be the majority of their budget was that That's scene. 100%. That's the best of the effects. Because the effects of actually them walking through the tunnel yeah. is just, like, it gets kind of blurry, and then it gets kind of bright. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all they have. <laughs> We spent all the money on the bullet time thing. Yeah. But so he goes to reach for the bullet and then the blonde uh, lady tackles him because there's a fucking bullet and it then the time catches up and he would have been shot, but yeah. the bullet hit somebody else. I really thought like if they this show could have won me over even as bad as it is, if in that moment they they land and he just gets shot in the fucking face and then he's not like we think he's the hero for this whole setup and then it turns right. out no he's not it's the rest of these people on this team he's just some idiot fucking historian that shouldn't have been here that right. would have really made me laugh not See, the case yeah that, that that would have been good I guess they oh what was it what was the thing the when 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 Burley medic talks to uh, J D was her name the oh. C I A Right. Agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, and, I mean, she and, he's, and, and they did some kind of joke about her being in uniform. And yeah, and yeah. She goes, don't, don't ask, don't, don't tell. tell. The like, fuck oh. are you talking about? That's not what that means. Like, that, that doesn't mean. It. I'm like, that's yeah, not yeah. even the right. It does. Yeah, it was. So much of this is dumb. So they land. And they figure out. He. They're like, okay, where would this person from 1546 go? And he says, well. I, if we can't see it now because it's dark, but it, like a mile that way is a church. You'd be able to see the steeple from here if it was light out. And this guy landed where it's light out. Yeah. If I'm from the 1500s, I'm in the middle of this fucking crazy shit. I don't know what's happening. I would head for a church. So they go, okay, fine. Let's head for this church. They go to the church. They meet. There's a woman there first hiding. Uh, she actually, I thought, was the best performance of this show in a weird way uh, where uh, – She's like, no, no one's else here. It's just me. I was out. I got caught in this battle because I was looking for my husband or whatever. Um, but then it turns out she's also she's hiding the guy. The guy is there. She was trying to hide him, and yeah. she starts yelling, "No, he's mine. God sent him to me for what I have lost." But in like the creepy, I she really creeped me out. <laughs> like I know she, we're supposed to like her, but she is taking possession of a human being in a in not like a nice it was weird i didn't like it. i didn't like it at all i didn't like it i didn't like it yeah, i didn't like it i didn't like it no yeah um so what we find out is that basically what the reason that him being there is going to be such a bad thing is he's infected with the plague right and, and that's he's gonna and that's what the and that was, was going to broadside and, and time fuck up gonna, everything right yeah. is that he's going to bring the, the plague back right uh so they Open up a, a suitcase with some bottles in it. <laughs> they take a needle. They take a little bit of liquid out of a few bottles, and they shoot it at them, and they're like, okay, you don't have to plague anymore. That's it. They're like, you're clear. No more plague. And they keep saying it's antibiotics. That's all it is. They yeah, just keep yeah, saying it's just, antibiotics. Yeah, because, because the... Uh... You know, because the burly medic is has like the the bat belt, yeah, utility yeah, 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 belt yeah, yeah. of medicine with him. It was so dumb. Uh, but then, so she, so he's there. They're supposed to. We've blown. I, I'm jumping around because the show just made me mad because how dumb it was. <laughs> no one on this team is good at their fucking job. <laughs> so they land and they have to go through this like trench to get to this church. And there's all these soldiers around, so they're supposed to just sort of walk through. Blend in or whatever. We find out that our hero's grandfather died in this battle, and that's and why he knows. And that's so why much. he knows so much about right. it. Right. And he is he his grandfather's there, and he sees his grandfather. And uh, sorry, my alarm's going off. So he sees his grandfather, and the 
the people back home like are tell, trying to tell him you can't fucking talk to your grandfather, dude. This is a problem. This is the whole time paradox fucking thing. You've got to let him die. Yeah. Which is like okay, that's an interesting like that could be interesting, right? Uh, having to have this conversation of like I could save my grandfather, but but you can't because you can't. Right, this is time travel because you can't. You yeah. just can't. So you don't. Can't. Uh, and what is revealed through that, she basically the the blonde tells him like, look, I know this is hard for you, but like. You don't know what saving him will do to the future, right? Because right? all the people that were underground when the, the when the, the people that were forty happened when the two forty happened that were in the project they were in the core they were like by the thing and they were safe from the anomaly, yeah. but everybody else wasn't. Yeah. So she goes before the two forty. I had a big family. I had four brothers and three sisters or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and then after the anomaly, they just didn't exist. I didn't I'm have them child, before. Yeah. I'm an only child. But I remember them since she was in there. She wasn't part of the anomaly. She's like, I can't even grieve with my parents because they're not grieving. Because as far as they know, I'm an only child. They don't know that they used to have these big families. So, like, right. you can't fuck up the past. She then immediately, not immediately, but proceeds to also fuck up the past. <laughs> The end of the show, they're supposed to bring the guy from 1500s back with them because they can't leave him here. Even though they've they've given him the magic medicine, so he's no longer trans- transmitting the the plague. They've uh, essentially there's a moment where they're like, oh, it's not fixed yet. Why isn't it fixed yet? Uh, it's because he during this church there's a font where like the water is or whatever. Yeah, and he had he had touched the water, so the water was contaminated. And then these other Nazis who had shown up. Had also touched the water, so they're going to spread the. So they have to go track down these Nazis and forcibly yeah, yeah. inject them. We have to inoculate Nazis. That's the. Uh, yeah, they have to beat the them up. They can't line. kill anybody. They got to beat them up and fucking and and, and, and inoculate them or whatever. Right. So they're supposed to take him with them. Then at the end, as the storm's coming, the woman who's like, "He's mine. He's mine for what I've lost." She just leaves the guy there to go with her. She's the one who does it. The one who's like, we can't change anything in the past because like, it lost, made me lose my family. You have no idea what one small thing can do. It's the one who then chooses to just leave this guy from the 1500s in fucking World War II. Like, that's not going to change shit. Right. Ah, it made me so fucking mad. Um, also... So they're hiding in this church, and the, and the actual Nazi I was show. so I I missed that because yeah. I was so disgusted with this show <laughs> that I didn't even notice that. that. So that was actually news to me. I was like, really? Because I because I by that time I I just kind of went, oh yeah, I missed it. Yeah, no, that made that me so, so angry. Uh, so they're hiding in this church, right? Because the Nazis, the actual Nazis, right. have shown up. Yeah. So they're hiding. Uh, the everybody except our hero and the blonde doctor get. <laughs> out but yeah. they're stuck inside incidentally they, no one is likable nobody's likable no one is fucking like no you don't like anyone you hope they fail miserably and all die you don't like I'm, uh I'm our, so our there's our hero and then our hero's friend flynn who uh is the one who like brought him into the group or whatever right um he's kind of i think we're supposed to buy sort of the more actiony of the two right he's sure. he clearly works for some, like when he shows up he's like they go you work for the department of energy he's like in a way, like he's like, you know what I mean? Like black yeah. bag or whatever. Um, so there, here's another fucking crazy choice this show makes. So the two of them are hiding in like the confessional booth of this church while the rest of them have made it outside. <laughs> they have to, they know that the Nazis are coming. So they start changing out of their clothes because they're going to put on their Nazi clothes or whatever. Right. They have the uniforms for both sides. There's a, I kind of laughed at this moment where she, so they're getting they're getting naked in this booth together, and she goes, "Hey, by the way, every time you sneak a look at my ass, a hundred people back at headquarters also sneak a look at my ass. So can you knock that off?" And then it cuts to them back at headquarters, and they all like look away from their screen real fast. I was like, "Okay, that's cute. That's yeah. cute." <laughs> um, he puts on his uh, Nazi uniform. She's got like this sort of. I don't want to say peasant clothes, but like non-military, right. civilian clothes of, right. of the time. She rips open her blouse a little bit, show a little bra, and like starts kissing him. So it's like, oh, they're in the booth banging. That's why they're hiding, right? Sure. The Nazis op- show up. They open a the door. She slaps him and is like, get your hands off me. I was in here. Look, I was just in here praying. And then he came in and forced himself on me. 
why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you making your hero a rapist for these Nazis? Does that make any sense? <laughs> Does that wouldn't wouldn't the move to just be like, oh, we were in this booth fooling around, and right. now you guys interrupted us, as opposed to making him a a rapist? <laughs> it's so weird. It's it such a, a weird, weird choice. Yeah, and then he like the Nazis go, oh, you're you're a deserter or whatever. They're not mad that he's a rapist. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not them at all. I mean, to be fair, they are not because they're Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, he might be. They think he's a deserter. Because uh, he comes up with a story that he was also, they could have given us a moment where the thing like they're speaking German, and then it kind of translates over because of the magic shot. Right, that never happens. They're just yeah. all speaking English. No, they just time. immediately. Then the other guys show up. They've now put on their Nazi uniforms. They've got the right papers or whatever. It's a whole thing. But to make him a fucking Nazi is such a weird fucking. Or to make him a rapist is such a weird choice. <laughs> um... <laughs> Our, our action-y hero, by the way. So they have to go hunt down these Nazis after they leave, beat them up, forcibly inoculate them so they don't spread uh, the fucking plague or whatever. <laughs> he chases down the head Nazi. There's a bit of a fight. He injects him. But the head Nazi fucking stabs him, right? The, our, our, not our main hero, but his friend Flynn. Right. He, they sta- he gets stabbed. And he show- our hero shows up. He's going to shoot the Nazi. And he goes, you can't. You can't fucking change anything. All right? You gotta let him go. I want to shoot him as much as you do. He stabbed me, but you gotta let him go. So they let the Nazi go. They then have like, oh, I'm dying, blah 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 scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> In which our Flynn tells our hero that before the 240, he didn't have a family. He didn't have a wife and kids. Right. He was alone. He, they, he says you, you were the, you were a lonely bastard. <laughs> right. uh, he, you like, he says he was a loner. He like he didn't have a wife and kids before the two forties. Like, do you understand what I'm telling you? Like, you now have a family because of this. And I was like, okay, right. Which is why I'm confused about the fucking purpose of this group. Because if they're trying to fix things and make it before the 240 again, why would he possibly want to do that? Yeah, it sounds like, yep, yeah, I think that that part straightened up to, for me that maybe they weren't trying to make things the way it were, used to be. They just didn't want to... To stop it from getting worse. worse. Okay, that I, I kind think, of understand. You know, I'm, I'm thinking that's probably what they were going for. They didn't really explain that at all. They didn't. They did spend they really a lot did. of time on the hot fusion. They did. Um, <laughs> I yeah. My last note on this is I don't understand this show. That's literally <laughs> the last thing I wrote down. Um, yeah, it's bad on all fronts. Nothing. The only thing that worked at all, and it's it's such a minor thing. I thought some of the like battle stuff when they end when they landed, like the I thought it was shot really well. There's a couple of moments where they do like. A POV from this machine gunner, yeah, and I was like, "That's actually a really good shot, particularly for like 2002." And it made me just think there's like one guy who worked on this who's probably gone on to be pretty good at his job as far as like being yeah. a cinematographer or something. <laughs> there was some talent there, but he wasn't allowed to like be in charge of anything else. There's probably there's probably a good chance now that you're mentioning that 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 might have been from a different show. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Like that they had this stock footage. Do we have any stock footage of uh, uh, you know World War II pilots that we didn't uh, that didn't? The scene light? with his grandfather goes on forever, yeah. and he's telling him like you have to. You, he goes, you have a family back home, and it's, yeah, like because he's his uniform. Our hero's uniform is like of a major or something. So he's like, okay, private, what are you doing? Blah blah blah. And he's like, you got to go out there. You're doing it for them. Blah, blah, this whole thing, but it takes for. Ever, and then the 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 grandfather says to him, "Goes hey," because at one point he says, "I had a grandfather in the who fought in the last war." He says, which is just not the way that would be phrased, right? Um, uh, and he said, "You know, he shot in the he fought in the last war." Uh, and he goes, "Your grandfather? Did he make it out?" And then he just stares at him. And he goes, "Forget I asked." And I was like, "Okay, why did any of this happen?" Like, I would like to forget I watched the show. It's like why? Because I, you know, I'm not. I'm not like way older than you, like in a you know youngin type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. but like, 
you know, Quantum Leap was like was the a great shit. show. It was I one of my favorite shows as a show. kid. Absolutely. Why not remake that? <laughs> this is such a mess. And also the audacity to try to do this show on the cheap. <laughs> right? Like the concept of this show is you are going to time travel to a different period of time. So you have to shoot a period piece every week. Right. right, which is just expensive in general. You have to do all the costumes, you got to do all the cars, all that shit's got to be different. Right. Why on earth would you think you could do that on like a sci-fi channel budget? That play to your strengths. Right. It's and, insane. And not and not late sci-fi, like 2002 Two, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is way pre like Battlestar Galactica. This is not like this where is... they have a budget. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ooh, the show was oh. bad. Um, oh, man. That being said, I really wish Precinct 17 was a show. I would have watched it. I'm glad Time Tunnel wasn't because this show is fucking terrible. I hope everyone involved never worked again. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, the uh, Yes, I'm Still Sober podcast. I'm still doing that. Awesome. Uh, so check oh, that and, out. And uh, my album uh, is going to come out in October. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know a name? Name of the album? Do you know what it's called? Uh, not yet. Gotcha. So keep an eye out for John Raven's un- untitled album in October. Uh, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe, all that shit on iTunes and wherever you watch podcasts. Uh, go to the Patreon. We've got cool shit happening at the Patreon. This last month's been a little slow. I apologize. Uh, death in the family and whatnot. But that being said, uh, we'll be back up and running with that in September with a bunch of new episodes and stuff going on there. Uh, check out at Chris Cubis on uh, all social media. I've got a bunch of dates coming up, so do that. And we will see you next week.